0: And now, here's your host, board-certified circumcision reattachment specialist, Drew Marshall.
1: (laughs) Well, folks, it's time for a little segment we've so cleverly entitled, A Radio Host and a Preacher Walk Into a Book. Shawn Michaels, wrestling legend, author of Wrestling For My Life, The Legend, The Reality, and The Faith of a WWE Superstar. The dot is the website, and the Shawn Michaels is on the phone with us. Sean, thanks, man, appreciate it. Are you down in Texas right now? Where are you at?
0: No, I'm actually uh, I'm actually outside of Pittsburgh uh, at a book signing. I just got done uh, doing a book signing down here, and I'm uh, freezing my. <laughs> back, took us off. backside off in, the, uh, in Pittsburgh, getting ready to go to Washington next.
1: Nice, boy. You're still uh, still kind of working the circuit, man. You're still doing the thing, and you know it's funny when people retire out of. You know, whatever they've been known for, I don't know. Something in the back of our heads think, "Oh, you're just gonna, we're going to put you out to pasture," but you're still, you're just, just still rocking.
0: Well, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm part pasture, part, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm busy, I'm, I'm, I'm busy now, but I. Uh, I try to get as much past your time as I can in the summer.
1: Uh, by the way, Tim, I hope this goes better uh, than our last uh, wrestling interview.
0: As long as you don't mention his height or oh, Tim Hortons, goodness. we should be fine.
1: Dude, we got in, we, you know, f- I've been doing the show for 12 years. The first person and last person to ever hang up on us in an interview. I forgot his name. What was his name? Jer- was it Jericho? Yeah, Chris Jericho. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> He must have been having a bad day cuz I asked him I said dude are you 58 or 511 cuz I watched a bunch of interviews uh, and he and I said one interview you said you're 511 one interview you said you're 58 he went no no I'd never say I'm 58 I'm 511 I said are you sure cuz I saw he said no I'd never say that listen I got to go bye <laughs> He's awesome. Anyway. So, all right, folks. On the line with the Heartbreak Kid, Sexy Boy, the Showstopper, the most honored champion in WWE history, the headline of the main event, the icon, Mr. WrestleMania, Mr. Hall of Fame, the best of the best. <laughs> you, Your tombstone, your epitaph is going to be huge, man.
0: i got to be enough room on
1: it. No for sure. way. Put all those names on there. 2011 oh. WWE Hall of Fame inductee, Mr. Shawn Michaels. I only know one other. I think I only know one other Hall of Famer that we've had on this show. Ah, um, uh, uh, I forgot his name. Uh, he's now a preacher.
0: Dibiase. Uh, uh, no, F- yeah. That's right. Ted Dibiase.
1: Yeah. C- he who played uh, the Million, dollar, million man. dollar Man. But well, I I'll
0: g- help you through this thing. Don't you okay, worry. Okay, thanks. I kind of got, got, got
1: right. a. I got a weird vibe about him, though. He's pretty um, kind of preachy, eh? He's Mister, Mister. Like, are you? I don't know. He's kind of Mister
0: Jesusy. Twenty four seven Jesus. Well, no, Ted, Ted. Ted. Well, he. Ted went to the. You know, he went to. I guess you know, and I. And pardon me, I'm, I'm an idiot, but I mean, not preacher school, but you know what I mean. I mean yeah, he, yeah. he went through he's, the. You know, but the proper way of doing it. And he's like a bona fide preacher and all of that. You think he's so, a legit, like legit about the whole thing? No. Well, well, he he knows it. I mean, he he certainly. I mean, you no, know, yeah. I mean, Ted's definitely legit. Um, I just don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not that good at, you know, that's why I haven't, you know, even put it in the book. I'm not, I'm not that good at the Christianese, and no, no. that's funny. I mean, I, I was listening to you, and, and even I heard uh, something, you know, the interview with the last guy, and um, I think I'm, I'm probably more your neck of the woods where yeah. you say, "Hey, we got to give up the coin," and you know, for people to give a rip, and you yeah. know, I mean, try to be very, pretty open and honest. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a wretch, man, and I'm, I'm just somebody to the good, yeah. the good Lord saved than anything that even is remotely decent in me. Comes from him. So, well, uh, us two rich
1: uh, us two wretches, need to stick together because when we walk around in the shadow of Ted DiBiase, pff, you know, I just, I feel, I feel, I feel humbled. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, I, I got, I got to tell you, when when I first got saved, I mean, it was very, it was very strange to me. I didn't, I didn't. I mean, it was awesome, but at the same time, in my mind, I'm thinking like these people don't know what I've done. I mean, you know, we're talking regular church folks here. They they can't possibly grasp what us wrestlers did. Yeah. And Ted's one of those guys that I reached out to, Ted and, and, and uh, Tully Blanchard. You know, I needed to talk to guys in my line of work. And, and I got to tell you, he was really, he was very helpful at, at those beginning stages of me trying to, you know, sort of navigate my way. What? Oh. Oh. What? Why are you playing that right now? I don't know. There's something that made me do this. I, I, I'm out of
2: control. There's something wrong with our system.
1: everybody
2: got a is, there, is there somebody? Hello? Somebody there? Hey, with my kind of money, you can get on any show, pal. Yeah!
1: (laughs) Mr. Ted DiBiase breaks through the phone lines and smashes in on this interview with Shawn Michaels. That was the best wrestling move I could ever do on radio. Shawn, Ted, Ted, Shawn. Hey, buddy. How you doing, man?
0: I'm doing good, Ted.
2: (laughs) It's great to see you or hear you anyway.
1: I'm I so I'm so glad Sean, you said nice stuff about Ted because I was trying to get you to talk smack and you didn't take the bait, man
0: oh wow, well, you know i I mean there's there's not that much you know there's nothing I to say about Ted I mean you know it uh, it's it's all it's all true he's been he's been wonderful to me and helped me out so much his his heck, his boy's wonderful to me, are you kidding me his boy his boy came to visit me uh, I don't know probably two months ago and we were doing some stuff on a documentary documentary they're doing on Ted, and so yeah, I'm 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 a huge old sucker for the whole DiBiase family. So oh you're gonna, man! You got to wake up pretty early in the morning to get me to say something. Ah! Bad about
1: I tried yeah. so hard. So you you drank the, the DiBiase Kool Aid? All right. Oh
0: yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I can't oh. help it. They're they're too darn sweet to me. <laughs> hey, man,
2: I tell you what, uh, I, I love Sean too, man. I was there. I mean, Drew the first time that, I mean, Sean left San Antonio, and and uh, if I'm not mistaken, the first stop was Bill Watts. Uh, and, oh yeah. The and, and the first TV he ever did in the old uh, McNe- Irish McNeil Boys Club. It was a hot, miserable building on the fairgrounds in Shreveport, Louisiana. The only air-conditioned room was where we were dressing. <laughs> and and Sean was like, I mean, he was just just very young, a very very quiet, didn't say much of anything, guy, you know. And, and boy, then you fast forward to when he really, when he really started moving, you know, there there, there was a time. There was a time when Sean got to a place where I wanted to punch him and go, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, but you know what? Uh, you know, uh, I'm the last person to throw a stone, been there and done that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, when was the last time you guys saw each other face-to-face? Can you remember?
2: Probably oh, well, yeah, was WrestleMania. The, uh, the last WrestleMania, yeah. Yeah, probably where we're going to see each other again. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's the one good thing
0: about uh, hey, we're in the WWE. It's like you get a you get like a high school reunion every year. You
1: know, <laughs> listen, we've had uh, we've had Lex Luger on the show. Really enjoyed our conversation with him uh mr dibiase we talked about uh, the short guy a minute ago um <laughs>
2: that was funny it was hard for me not to crack
0: <laughs> oh my goodness
1: <laughs> but but do you guys i mean let's not pretend it's all kumbaya still there's got to be a few guys from from the days from back in the day i don't know whatever you want that you're still not you know you don't go bowling with every friday night you're not exactly sending roses to
2: each other ted is there any have you buried the hatchet with everybody you know, I, I, yeah, pretty much, you know, I, I'll be honest, real honest, you know, last year when, uh, when they inducted the the warrior into the hall of fame, I mean, even in his induction speech, it was no, you know, it was no secret, you know, that I had no, I had no love lost for him. Uh, you know, and again, they didn't do the DVD on the guy, you know, because he was a nice guy, the DVD was, you know, all real stuff. But again, you know, I mean, I mean, I preach it, you know, we, you you can't hold a grudge, you got to bury the hatchet and, uh. You know, and he—he—I don't—I can't remember what it was exactly. He said, he—he he took a shot at me, uh, <laughs> and I said, okay. But and I actually, as I got up, I said, you know what, I'm going to go take care of this right now. You know, and then as I was going back there, I thought, no, nah, this is his hour. You know, he—this is his moment, and he's got his wife and his family there, and you know, I'm probably not the 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 guy—the last guy he wants to see coming around the corner. Yeah. I'll have another another opportunity to do this, and I never got that opportunity because he died. And uh, and I tell guys this all the time. I said, if you ever get that unction, if you ever get that feeling, act on it. Don't wait. You know. So uh, yeah,
1: but in some cases, and and Sean, I mean specifically, I just watched the interview you did with uh, Michael Landsberg off the record, and he was talking about like, Bret Hart, and. and I mean, I watched that clip of Bret Hart as well when he was slagging you, and i, I read the same body language as you did. He just looked like an angry dude, <laughs> like his just life wasn't going that well. I, I, are you guys singing Kumbaya yet? Yeah,
0: I mean, he—he he and I have done a few appearances together. Um, okay. And yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and Bret and I have, you know, sort of buried the hatchet and, you know, moved on. And that's one thing I do have to say. Now, I—I I got along with Warrior okay, but I mean, I—I went ahead and, I went ahead and said it to him that night, right before he went out. I just said, hey, I'm happy for you, and it's great to see you with your kids. Yeah, I'm 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 one of those guys that I, I don't want to have uh, that you know that moment. it if if I got to say it was my fault and I'm sorry, and and you know, that helps somebody move on, I'll do it. That doesn't matter to me, because I, I to me I guess I'm just I'm too lazy to want the hassle. You know <laughs> I mean I I uh, I just assume have a clear conscience about something and sleep good at night and stuff like that. So I did you know, and I guess also it's so much of it. it if if you don't do that to me it feels like I'm still in high school and i a man. Yeah. And I've done high school like 5 times. And the rest <laughs> yeah. of the the 25 30 years is like doing high school 50 times. I'm good. I'm good. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm,
1: you know, I'm full yeah. with that. I'm ready to move on a bit. Totally get it. On the phone with Sean Michaels, wrestling legend and some guy named Ted DiBiase. <laughs> so, Sean, like how in the world did you end up marrying the Jesus girl in 2 weeks? I don't get that.
0: Uh, well, the thing, i mean, one thing she—you know—she wasn't, and that's where she, she gets on me because she's like, gee, you make it sound like I'm some kind of angel. I'm not." <laughs> and that's the thing. Wait, wait know, is that what thing. she sounds like? Because you just did a horrible voice <laughs> there. <laughs> and, well, no, she's she's actually uh, better than that. Okay. But no, it was just some—it was something that was important to her. But even you know, heck, she and I were just talking the other day, and she was like, gee, thinking back up, you know, how lost I was then, thinking here I am asking you, you know, if you believed in Jesus, and, and I was no, you know. Ball, you know, ball of roses either, but uh, <laughs> but I mean it was something that she at least knew enough to know that that was something important that she wanted in her life. So, but uh, yeah, I mean to, for her to say yes to me after knowing me for you know a, a month and a half and marrying me in that amount of time, you know, let's face it, she's not the sharpest knife in the drawer. <laughs> I mean, and clearly she still isn't because 16 years later she's still
1: married. To me. Yeah, good for you. Good for. <laughs> um, do you have one child or 17? How many kids do you have?
0: We have two, yeah. one, one of each. One boy, one girl. The boy's fifteen, nice. and our daughter's is ten and a half.
1: Nice. And um, what's the other guy's name on the phone? DiBiase. DiBiase, right? Yeah. Ted. <laughs> Ted, how many? You have three children, one of each. I have, <laughs> yeah, I have three boys. Right. I have all boys. Okay. Um, by the way, I'm going to, just a little heads up, Ted, I'm going to let you actually talk in just a just a minute yeah, here with Shawn Michaels and, and ask that amazing question. I know you've been crafting all night. I know you were laying awake all night wondering what am I going to ask <laughs> Shawn Michaels. But I, I want to ask you, Shawn, uh I heard you talk about in some interview, I think you were on, <clears throat> you know, one of those Hairspray Jesus shows where you were, uh you you laid down the twenty fourth of April. Apparently, that was like your turnaround. Come to Jesus Day. Is that right?
0: No, uh, no. I mean, I think uh, one of say like april 14th something i think i believe it was april
1: 14th okay i honestly i don't you know whatever day it was doesn't really matter but when when was this when and, and what happened like were you
0: watching the ptl and decided no 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 i mean it for me like it was a combination of two things one i mean it was uh you know i was like i was half in the bag one night and uh, it was friday night and uh You know, on Friday nights back then, and we still do it every now and then, you know, have pizza and cookies, a little celebratory cheat night. But my son was two years old at the time. We didn't have our daughter at the time. And I'm half in the bag, and I'm about ready to pass out. And he's crawling on me. He says, oh, Daddy's tired. And, of course, it sort of just hit me that uh, he could now see it. You know, I mean, he could now see uh, that Daddy was, you know, not his usual self. And you know what? It just tore me up. It it, it it tore me up and uh, and uh, you know later that night I woke up and I just felt like crap to be perfectly honest and I just you know went into the bathroom looked at myself in the mirror and just you know felt that I was a you know piece of piece of trash yeah and uh, and then it was the next day going going to the you know uh, going to you know I went to the parking lot of Cornerstone and then I went into the you know into the office and asked for a Bible study because that's all I all I could you know all I knew was like you know like I knew that what I was looking for was in that big building, you know. And uh, so then uh, two days later, I went to this guy's Bible study, and he asked me, you know, said, Sean, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And I said, no, sir, I haven't. And he said, would you like to? And I said, you know, I think I would. And he led me in the sinner's prayer. I wept like a baby, and then it was just, everything was different from that day on. You know, it was just, uh, it was just, it, a lot of, you know, most of it was, it was honestly about, uh you know failing my child failing my son and not you know not being a you know a, a decent man in, in his eyes and that just that just tore me up
1: totally totally get that my son has had the biggest impact on my life or he's people say you know it, people ask uh, in question in interviews and stuff you know who's your hero and have you had a hero and my t- my 25 almost 26 year old son has been my my hero and and those have been my turning points as well sean when i've looked at my son and looked at myself in the mirror simultaneously Oof. you know there's some grow up moments as a dad for sure and ted i'm sure you can relate to that as well right
2: oh absolutely i mean you yeah, when i came to my uh crisis and had to you know had you know been running around and on my wife and everything and had to look in the mirror and go you know what you know, you 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 put at risk the most valuable things in your life, including the future, and the stability, the peace of mind, uh, and the welfare of your own children, and all for what? You know, for to stroke an ego trip. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it is a major wake up call. Many similarities in terms of of what I think Sean feels and I feel. Um, I just you know. Um, you know, and if I was going to ask Sean a question, I already know the answer. But I get this question all the time. You know, like gosh, you know, you've been out of wrestling. Now, don't you just wish you could get back in there one more time? I mean, uh, and 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 I think I know the answer, but I'm sure that.
1: What the heck was that?
2: Uh, I think that was my phone.
1: <laughs> you have phone. you have the theme from the Good and the Bad and the Ugly as your as your phone ringer.
2: Yeah. <laughs> awesome because I'm all those guys <laughs> oh man sorry anyway yes but, but but you know but you know Sean what would you say
0: I'd say no I, don't, I mean again I, I I always tell you but man, I wouldn't have re- I wouldn't have retired if, if 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 I wanted to be in there I'd, I'd be in there if I wanted to be in there yeah I don't I mean I, I you know I left with uh, 100% you know peace with, with leaving it behind uh, thrilled about everything you know again and, and, and for my mind just from I guess even from a professional ego standpoint may have been at wrestleMania heck of a match i mean you can't you can't beat that and uh and and, and I was ready to try you know I like to you know I'm, i I felt like it was time for me to it truly it felt like it was my you know, my calling to come home help raise my kids and then you know to move on to something else um and uh, and again I, you know, whether it's wacky or not I mean that's one of the things my faith brought me is like that that I'm not really on you know, I'm not really on my timetable here. you know my life is, my life is not, you know, not on my timetable, and I felt like uh you know the, the my wrestling career I felt like I'd come to the end of that, and that I was you know, as silly as it sounds, was called to do something else and, and uh, that's what I'm trying to do.
2: absolutely uh, and, and again, you know uh, again, I had my run, but you know when I, when when I really came to a place of of, of peace and relationship with Christ. And and the whole, you know, the whole um, the whole dynamic of my life shifted from Ted and career to God and family. When my priorities shifted, and then I, then I had that peace. You know, it's like you know, I, you know, I still love the business and, and uh, respect it, and and you know, if they want me to come back, like and I enjoy going back for WrestleMania and everything. But you know, and I think you're saying the same thing. Wrestling doesn't define who I am. You know, and for a lot of our guys, it does, but, but it, you know, it's who I was. It was part of my life. But, you know, what defines me is my relationship with Christ now.
1: Um, you guys mind if I talk? It's the Drew Marshall show. Go do ahead. Mind, do you mind if I say something here? <laughs> On the phone with Shawn Michaels, uh, who is a wrestling legend, author of Wrestling for My Life The Legend, The Reality, and Faith of a WWE Superstar. TheShawnMichaels.com is the website you want to go to. Uh, that's the book you want to get. Also on the phone is another legend, of course, uh, Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. Guys, as I've been thinking about the three of us talking today, <clears throat> I think what the number one processing thing that people have when it comes to, to ex-wrestlers, you know, just wrestling gods like you guys are, and now you're, you know, all gentle Jesus, meek and mild, apparently. Okay. Is that transition right? I mean, how honestly do you go? Because you've got to have you got to have uh, you, something inside of you that's going to be there the whole time. You got to you know that resonates with the ego thing and the and the showmanship and the babes <laughs> and uh, you know it's a it's a, it's a fairly narcissistic industry I, I would say right. And I know that there's a, there's a show component. I get that. That's the whole idea: the show and the and the stage and blah blah blah. But still. You're going from, it's all about me, to, it's all about you, Lord? Really? Yeah, that's the hard thing for me to really wrap my head around.
0: Sean? Well, I mean, like, to me, I mean, honestly, one, I went from, uh, you know, wrestling. I mean, I now do an outdoor show. I don't know how meek and mild that is. I mean, I shoot stuff <laughs> for a living now. You know, right. To me, I look at it as, you know, it's like my brothers go, dude, you've never worked a day in your life. It's horrible. I mean, you, you know, you, a high school graduate, you got to wrestle for 25 years, which you love doing. Which didn't seem like work to you? And now you get to hunt for a living, <laughs> and uh, you know, and then and then, anyway, you still get to do appearances. I mean, this book. I mean, Mike, you want you want to know what strokes my ego. This book is number six on the New York Times bestsellers list. That's cool. That's cool. You know what I mean? I mean, and that's that's so awesome. I mean, and that's done without you know. It's not like and again, that, you know, WWE's always been very supportive of me, but they haven't advertised it on their show. This has been done, you know, by social media, the folks at Sirius, people like you, Drew. And, and and obviously to get up that high, it's got, it's got to be some. It's got to be some God stuff in there, right? There's got to be some favor going on because, I, you know, uh, I did something that you know brings Him glory. Uh, but I, you know, I don't sit there and Bible thumb but that's just that's just how. But no, you know, but hold well, on. but Sean, you we believe in the church, you know? Yeah,
1: Sean, you were though. I mean, I've seen some interview. You were pretty thumpy at one time, were you not? Like, in other words, have you? Oh, and Ted, you got to go, right? Shoot, I just remembered that, right? Can you say your? Can you cuddle with Sean and say goodbye?
2: <laughs> well, well, you know, hey, Sean, I love you. You know, I do, and 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 again, I, I agree with what Sean says. I, I, you know, again, what what defines you is, is again, today. You know, when, when I when I talk to men, I do a lot of men's conferences, and where I find my joy and where I find my fulfillment now is in the work I believe God's called me to do, and that that's evangelism. And so, you know, you know, the way I put it, it's like, you know, instead of your ego being defined by how big your biceps are and how much beer you can drink, you know, it's, it's the size of your, your character and the strength of your integrity, you know, and, and that's where I find that fulfillment now is in in uh, going to all these different places that God opens doors for me to go and, and sharing the gospel and seeing other people's lives change just like mine and Sean's were.
1: Ted DiBiase is is a minister and he preaches more in Canada than anywhere else. And and folks, uh, you you can go to his website, uh, go to the gigs he's going to be speaking at. He is a he's an authentic communicator, he really is, and he's a genuine God guy as well. And sometimes those things don't line up, but they do with Ted. Ted, you know how I feel about you. I don't want to have to say it again on air.
2: <laughs> All right, Drew. Uh, I love you too, pal. i uh, go ahead and say it. Real, real Ben can say they love you, Sean. On, I love you too, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, I'll Teddy, see you I'll at see you man. Yeah. <laughs> All
1: right. See you, Ted. Thanks, man. Ted DiBiase, Million Dollar Man, and uh, Shawn Michaels on the Drew Marshall Show. So, we're, I kind of was in a thing where I was thinking. Like, you, you know,
0: you were, you
1: were pretty happy-clappy,
0: right? I mean, you were on... Well, yeah, well I mean, at the beginning, I mean, I, 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 yeah, no, you're right there. I mean, at, at, well, one, at the beginning of my salvation, you know, you're so, you're so happy, you're so, I mean, I, you know, you, uh... You should have been locked I, I, up. Well, I mean, I was just, yeah, I was just so giddy about it, and of course, then you come back, and so you, you do it a little bit, but then you realize, like, okay, you know, it's, it's like, it's not a sprint, yeah. you know, this is a marathon, and, and I think you settle into it a little bit better, or at least me anyway. I mean, I, like I said, I don't know. It was it was very radical for me, and I was just like, holy cow. I mean, when you go as far negatively down the road as I went, and then you get pulled all the way back, man, you're so giddy and jumping for joy. Jumping for joy you'll tell anybody that'll listen to you. And then I think, uh, for me, you know, uh, I settled into it. And then also sort of realized that my career, also like, coming back to the WWE, it wasn't just a one, two-time gig. All of a sudden, then I sort of realized, like, holy cow, you're back. And what I thought was going to be, you know, maybe one, two, three matches back became eight years. And so in that time, you then begin to get a little bit more rational and then realize that, you know, again, there's a reason they call it a walk, you know, I mean, and a journey because it's a lifetime thing. So I think, yeah, I mean, certainly for me, I came out of the gates pretty blazing, but uh, then I think I've, you know, I've settled into it. You know, like even talking to Ted, I was running out and doing, you know, a few things with him. You know, you feel like you're called to do everything, and then over time you mature a little bit and you realize, okay, wait a minute, what am I really supposed to be doing here? Um, And for me, honestly, I felt like, you know, I was built a wrestler. So I went back and I wrestled anything in the
1: book and by the way again uh, the book is called wrestling for my life a legend the reality and the faith of a wwe superstar anything in the book that you you debated putting in the book because you knew your kids were going to read it
0: you No, know, not really um uh, i i don't think so i mean i i've gotten you know we're you know we're pretty open and honest with them i i uh, Let's face it I'm a, I'm I'm silly to have as a dad anyway. And, and so there are you know my my kids I, I went ahead and sort of pulled the curtain back on who I was with them quite some time ago. They seemed to love me anyway, thank goodness. Yeah. And uh so no. I mean they they, they uh, my son's uh, you know he's says you know I'm not going to read it this summer cuz it it's it's now not big enough for him on some of his reports but our, you know our daughter's reading it now and so I mean I'm 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 pretty happy about that and they got any questions? I'm I'm, I'm going to be honest with them. Good for you.
1: Good for you. I, I I think no matter what, we all get a little judgy on everyone, uh, and we really get judgy on those who have crawled to the top of the you know North American fame ladder. You know, think about how we all look at Justin Bieber these days, right? Uh, and you know, you've, you crawled the ladder, man, you were, you stood at the top of that ladder for a long time. And then, and now it's the Jesus thing. And I'm sure people got, you know, we're pretty, the God people are really good at kind of, you know, focusing on, on uh, others within the God scene and, and keeping their eye on them and just making you know waiting for them to fall. Waiting. For, I remember the first time I talked to Kathy Lee Gifford on my show, I, you know, I apologize for being one of those judgmental jerks from a distance. Uh, but you, I think the thing that endears you to people the most, Sean, is you just really are authentic. You know, I know the whole thing was a shtick in the past and whatever, but you, you got a, you got a good heart, a good authenticity going on. And I, I could just see you being a killer dad. So, uh, and I, I, that's a cheesy way of saying uh, good for you. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I appreciate it. Well, again, it's, I know, I dude, it, it's only because, you know, again, people call me a hypocrite. They call me this, they call me, I'm, I'm all of them. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> so I mean, I I, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. If nothing else. I I'd like to think uh, I don't, I'd like their times. And I mean, I've, I've stumbled over that into the self, that self righteousness as well. But then it doesn't it doesn't take long for me to realize, yeah. But you, know, you better just stick with the compassion, brother, because there isn't there are many things you haven't screwed up. Yeah. So yeah. uh I don't know. I just, I just try not to forget that, and, and you know that that's about the extent of it. And then just do my best, man. I mean, I, I'm. I'm as fallible as the day is long. I'm just, i I'm, I'm just trying, and I'm, for me, I get, I'm just open and honest about it with everybody, and that way, I think, I don't know, think it helps ease my, eases my stumbling along the way.
1: Oh, sure, heck yeah yeah for sure alright well listen man thank you for your time Sean I really appreciate it I know you do a lot of interviews and your time is valuable uh, folks this segment uh, we've so cleverly entitled a radio host and a preacher walk into a book and co-hosting this faithbooks.ca interview was the one and only Ted DiBiase the million dollar man a little bit of a surprise for Sean Michaels wrestling legend author of wrestling for my life the legend the reality and the faith of a WWE superstar Sean Michaels thanks man I appreciate it have a great weekend dude you bet. Thank you, Drew, so much. Bye bye.
0: When I came back late that May
1: I keep forgetting to tell people this is Lila Bialy, her latest CD. Listen to this voice. To you'd been told
0: you had one last chance. So you said, Start praying. Mm-hmm. I've got other plans. Yeah, you said start praying